الله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه العين أما بعد. So Alhamdulillah, last few sessions have been emphasizing the importance of thinking and understanding. This is actually what is missing in our society. So people, you know, have religion, but they don't get sense of religion. They don't understand it. And this thing keep in mind all the time. If you don't understand something, it simply means you don't know it. That's what the meaning is. Similarly, if you are children, they don't understand something and you teach them and they don't understand, it simply means they don't know it. That knowledge very quickly will go away. This is clear. The first thing keep in mind, anything, whether from the religion or from anything in the society or any other you know, knowledge, if you don't understand, it means you don't know it. Similarly, if you teach your children something which they don't understand or you are not able to explain to them, then simply means you don't teach them. They are not learning. That what actually missing most time and I have seen actually the problem is uh, recently I got uh, you know, this uh, news from India that there are uh, many many women or young girls, they are leaving Islam. And people are, many of them are very upset. But the problem really is many of these women or whatever, they never understood Islam. Because you don't allow women to come to the class, they can't come to the mosque, they don't have any place to go to learn. So they never knew Islam. They never understood it. If they leave it, response, it's not a problem which we just start now. The problem is much deeper than that. So first thing I would like to emphasize again and again, that you know that keep in mind whether it is religion or anything else in the life people need to understand it so if you don't understand you should know that you don't know it anything that you don't understand you don't know it if you teach your children something which they don't understand or you are not able to explain to them it simply means they don't know and you are you don't teach them anything you think you have taught them when the children go to the mosques and they learn certain rituals or some formulas to say these words but they don't know what they mean they don't understand what is the purpose behind that simply means they don't learn anything they are not learning so it all the time in mind the most education that happening in muslim societies whether in india pakistan bangladesh or in this country most of this education basically does not have much benefit it is just a culture you want people to follow culture it is not deep the Quran all the time keeps emphasizing why don't you think, why don't you understand. We reveal this book to people understand, ponder, think, and that what we see. People think this book is to memorize, and then in Ramadan in Taraweeh people read it, and some people come and listen and become you know, big, uh, a big celebration. That never has been purpose of this book. This is the greatest book on the, you know in, in this universe. It was purpose was not that people read and recite and memorize the purpose always has been that people understand the book. Just think really how much time we spend to understand the book. Do we spend, you know, we people may, you know, make effort that our children memorize the Quran. It's good step. But do really, are we really similarly serious to make them to understand the book? Understanding the book of Allah is more important than memorizing it. Many, many parents, they're very, very, no doubt, it's a big effort. They make their children to memorize the Quran. Big effort. 
But Quran actually never commands people to memorize the Quran. I tell you. The Prophet never commanded people that they memorize the Quran. Memorizing the Quran, that's not the obligation of the believers. But what is obligatory on the believers is that they must understand the book. What actually is obligatory, we don't spend much time on that. We never make effort to learn the language. We never make effort to explain to our children in their own language what Quran, what the message is. There are no systematic effort in Muslim society to make people to know what Quran teaches. Some people just know a few surahs. Why there is such a big book? If you just understand few surahs, surah Fatah, even surah Fatah, truth really is that people even don't know surah Fatah, what it means. Even people don't know hand, what it means. So this thing, actually the if you see really, some people leave Islam. The problem is our education. Education not right. We don't make effort to teach people in a way that they understand and think properly. This is a very, very important thing to understand. Because this religion, like in the universe, Allah wants you to make sense of that. You know what He has given you. You know, before you came, He gave you so much. You know, in abundance. You know, the sun and the moon and the earth and the plants, all this thing He has given. And, and just look at what He has given you. So similarly, His words, people have to think it. So this is one of the important things that I, I wanted to emphasize again and again. That, for example, I am teaching you, if you don't understand what I am teaching, then simply you don't learn. And I am not teaching you. Always. When you, if your children attend the class and you, they don't understand what I am teaching, it simply means they did not love. You know, whether people like or don't like, but this actually was the re reality is, if you don't understand something, you don't know it. Anything in this universe. Among the qualities that Allah wants people to grow themselves and grow their family on those qualities, one of the important qualities in the Quran and in the Sunnah of the Prophet وسلم, and the whole human history is basically purification to clean yourself, clean your body, clean the space where you live and also clean your soul and inside. This cleaning is very important. Meaning is, when Allah commands you to clean, it simply means that there will be dirt. And you can see, people urinate, people have dirt in body, then in, in, in soul, there will be jealousy, there will be hatred, there will be hypocrisy, people will lie. People do cheat, meaning it whenever a Quran commands people that they must clean themselves and purify, it implies that Allah has made a system in this world that everybody will be dirty. They are not born dirty, but dirts are so many that people will get the dirt. That is why one of the purpose of the Prophet Muhammad is the main purpose is a key that he purifies people, he cleans people. The Prophet has come to work to clean the people. To cleaning only can happen if people are dirty. That must happen. Your children will lie. Your children will have jealousy. They will have hatred. These things will come in the society. It's impossible to imagine people born and they don't have hatred, they don't have jealousy, they don't have arrogance, they don't have all these dirts. It is impossible to imagine your children always listen to you. They will disobey you. They will disobey their Lord. It is understood. It must happen. That's why Quran keeps commanding obey. If Quran commands you obey, it means you will disobey. That simply means otherwise why Quran commands something which is not necessary. Which Quran commands you to clean yourself, it means you are going to be dirty. 
So that keep in mind that all the we are dirty and that will remain. We have to purify our hearts, but we cannot clean ourselves properly. It's impossible because there's so much dirt. So that's why we have to depend on Allah to clean ourselves and that's repentance. Meaning, make your effort, then at the end of the day, ask your Lord, Oh my Lord, I did my best, still I'm dirty. So I'm repenting to you. You purify me. That's why after you do wudu, you make dua where you fully say this thing, Oh Allah, you know, forgive me. And you said that Allah loves people who, who repent. So repentance, basically the meaning is, it is not enough that you purify yourself. It is obligatory that you repent to your Lord. You know really that your cleaning is not sufficient. You need to depend on Him. So the first most important thing that Allah wants to teach you and everybody else that you are dirty and only they can clean you Allah's commands. Obey Him, listen to Him, that can uh, you know, clean you. In our society where we live, most of the things which are dirty in the Quran and, and the teachings, the messengers, they are not considered as, as dirty. They are not considered. So that's why when you learn these things, it is not easy to learn. When I come to details, you can see many things are they're not dirty, but they are dirty. Whether people like or don't like. So among the things that one has to understand really is the body should be covered. Uncovering the body, the parts of the body that Allah commands the people to cover is the dirtiness. It creates dust in the society. If people uncover what Allah commands them to cover, it is going to create dirt in the society. So children from the very beginning, they must be taught what to cover and what not, what is, what is obligated to cover. If people don't cover, it will create problem in the society. So for the girls and for the boys, things are different, but they must cover. So for the men, the covering obligatory in Islam is, at least in most of the Hanafi, from underneath of their navel to their knee, including. Make sure that your children, when they grow up, they know that this should be covered. They should know it. They grow up with shyness, with haya, with modesty, that must be there. For the women, the covering is of the whole body, except their face, except their palms, and except their feet. Other than that, everything should be covered. I'm not saying that you, know, you must do all this in the household, but you need to teach your children. So they should be aware. For example, if they are in front of the boys who are not their related, or in front of the other people also of houses who are not related, they should know now they need to cover. They can't come in front of them in that way. And even the brothers and sisters, they need to know that you know there are something they cover. Actually, even the women inside the house, you know, when they are in front of their parents or in front of their brothers and sisters, still they need to cover you know many many things. So those things should be taught properly and people should not be lazy about that because the people have grown up without proper covering, it will create dirt and impurity in the society. This is one thing, to cover it, understand. Second thing is, Allah subhanahu ta'ala for a purpose, He made men and women, male and female. Not because one is you know, superior to the other, the purpose basically is to make a family. That the end result is the family. So this difference must be made very clear. They are human. Men and women both are human. So in humanity, you know, whatever they are similar, keep them similar. If you make a distinction between boys and girls in humanity, 
you are going to basically create problem. Men and women both are slaves of Allah. In worship, in ibadah, in the knowledge, they must be treated the same way. If people make distinction between men and women in learning, in knowledge, in ibadah, in worship, in coming to the mosque, they will create problems. Whatever Allah made similar, that must be kept similar. Whatever He made as difference, that difference must be kept. And one of the major differences He made really is between men and women for the sake of the family is certain things which are very, very clear. That difference must be made clear. That why you can see men are inclined to certain types of clothes and women are inclined to certain types of clothes Allah made. This distinction in the nature of the human being that must be kept. Don't make your, your boys, your sons to wear the same clothes as your daughters. And don't make your daughters to wear the clothes which the boys wear. That difference. Otherwise they will grow up and they will be confused. Confusion will remain all the life. So that distinction must be there. That always has been there. You teach them this thing. So covering the body and at the same time the clothes that the men wear, they are different from the clothes that the women wear. There is no clothes which are similar to it. They both have such a big difference. And that difference must be kept all the time. People should not be confused about that. Second thing is that about the cleaning and purity that Allah has created a human being that depends on the food eating if you don't eat you will die it's a simple matter the people basically are born depending on the food so they are not like God you know he does not need to eat and drink but people need to eat and drink so Allah has made them to be dependent on eating and drinking but the way of Allah is that human being they are limited and everything that they have got has the limits all your resources all your faculties they have got limit your eyes they have limit you cannot see whatever you want you only can see what Allah has made the eyes fit to see you can't see more than that so for example you know things which are not, have no body you cannot see things which are on distance certain distance you can't see them hearing limits mind reasoning they have limits everything has got this limit similarly and when people exceed the limit actually the whole things become harmful you know if people don't eat it is harmful if people eat more than the limit it is also harmful if people don't use their eyes for the purpose for which it has been made it is harmful for the eye and for the whole human system if people use their eye for the things which it is not meant to see and they focus and they emphasize it is going to harm your eye. Your ears, if you don't use them for, use them for what you are meant to hear, if you don't use them, you are going to harm yourself. And if you use them for what you are not meant to hear, it is going to create problem in your body. So that keep in mind. Similarly, eating and drinking, you depend on that. But you have to learn from the very beginning and teach your children that what they can eat and what they cannot eat. It's not that you are hungry like animal, anything can come and eat. No. You people should learn really what they can eat and what they cannot eat. If they eat whatever they like, it will be a problem. If they drink whatever they like, it is a problem. So people depend on the eating, but they should know what, what is good for them and what is not good for them. Second thing is how much. That if people eat more than the limit, it will create a problem. Your body has been made to cope with hunger. But it never has been made to cope with obesity. 
with eating too much. It never has been made. So that I can see when people are hungry, the body can adjust and they eat it, they're fine. But when we people eat too much, then the body cannot accept it. It's impossible because it exceeds the limit. Those who exceed the limit, Allah hates them. He never loves those people. It's impossible. So that keep in mind. The Prophet said that, you know, uh, that ma malaa adamijun wea'an sharran min batanihi. Nobody has filled any container worse than his stomach. When you fill any, fill any container, that's fine. But stomach is a container, if you fill it, it is evil. Nothing more evil than a stomach being filled. People should not eat until they're full. People should decide really how much they need to eat. That you teach your children from the beginning. If you don't teach them, it will create problem. And then, then what happens is when people eat too much, the body cannot accept. So they become fat, they become lazy. And when you eat too much, you have to drink too much. And then you have to sleep too much. So basically your life is gone. In eating, drinking, sleeping. And when you eat too much, you have to earn more money. To basically, that's what you happen. That you know, how can you survive? When you eat little food, then you can see all, you can save your time in eating your time in sleeping and you are more active to so teach your children from very 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 beginning the prophet said behasab ibn adama luqaymatun yuqimna sulbahu it is enough for the son of adam for a, for a human being that they eat some few pieces something little small which can make them to remain straight not more than that that he said he said fine kur la buta fa'alan if people really need to eat more than that, then one third for your food, one third for your drink, and one third for your breathing. So don't eat more than one third. One third at least, that's enough. And people can understand this is what you need to do. So try, uh, let me summarize this again. That you people are bored in a way that they will be dirty no doubt about that but you are not allowed to remain dirty Allah SWT has made this whole universe in a way that when people are born very quickly they become dirty they are born in urinate dirt will come to you but you are not allowed to remain dirty you have to clean and purify yourself your body your soul your mind your heart everything must be made clean and that cleaning must be taught People teach people only teach cleaning, which is outwardly, you know, that anyone can see. But inside cleaning, much more important. You're, if you doubt, you're, you know, in the morning you get up, many people clean their house, they even clean their, you know, their gardens, and you know, they think so much about uh, the flowers and roses in, in, in the house and outside, you know, and they think they have to spend a lot of time. Think really, before you look after your garden, you need to look after yourself. Who is going to clean you? You clean the garden. Is the garden going to clean you? No. You think really in a nice roses, flower, in a nice uh, smell, don't clean you. They are not going to clean you. If you are clean, then nice smell can help you. But if you are dirty, those with good smells, they don't make a difference for you. So try to understand, whenever you clean your house, first thing really, I am cleaning my house, but who is going to clean me? No. You have to clean me. Nobody else can clean you. You have to clean. It is your duty. Allah only can teach you, He is not going to clean you. I tell you one thing, that Allah's way always has been, He teaches, but He does not do for you. You have to do for yourself. 
He will teach you what cleans you, but he's not going to do your cleaning. But once you start doing, he will help you. He helps you, he teaches you. A messenger can help you or teach you, but he's not going to clean. Anybody, like a teacher, a teacher only can help you and can teach you, but he cannot clean, clean you. You have to do your cleaning. In the morning when you clean your house, no, it is more important that you, that you clean your body. Do wudu, purify yourself, do the prayer, teach the children, and also jealousy, hatred, lying, backbiting, all those dust, they're very, very ugly. People should make themselves clean for that. So next thing is cleaning your children from lying. People basically lie, no doubt about that. The Allah SWT has given the people power to lie. So it, you cannot imagine people, anybody who is not lying. Everybody lies. It will happen. That only place where people cannot lie is in the day of judgment. Because that is the place where Allah SWT will take away from the people or the power of lying. So they can't lie. lying but in this world, people will lie. So what you need to do is, well, you know, you have to clean. Teach yourself that lying is not good for me, harmful to me, to my children, for the whole family, until the ugliness and the dirt of the lie is deep in the heart and mind. So people don't lie. Backbiting. When people sit together, talking about anybody after their evil is really very, very dirty. It's basically like eating the flesh and, and, and uh, you know, of, of your brother, the Quran. There's no need for that. When you sit, you are not allowed to talk to a third person who is not there. And anything which is not like, it's not, never, never allowed. As soon as you do, you become dirty, unclean, you become ugly. Allah hates people when they criticize other people for no reason. He hates them. So you become ugly, you become dirty, you become hated, and just don't like you. God does not like you, and you basically become your own enemy. You become dirty. And what happens is, even if you do some good deeds, your good deeds are taken away from you, are given to the person who you hate. That person gets it. You basically remain dirty. People must make effort to purify the clean themselves from backbiting. You know, this is what I like about the Sunnifa Somebody asked him, why don't you backbite? He said, if I had to backbite, I would backbite my mother. Because when I backbite my mother, all my good deeds go to my mother. But why you backbite someone who you hate? Just think really. I ask my you say one sentence, even if you laugh at someone, smile at someone, your all good deeds go to that person. You remain empty. You do pray, but somebody else gets a reward. You go for Hajj, somebody else gets your reward. You go for Umrah, spend so much money, make effort, somebody else gets your reward. You do for Tawih prayer, somebody else gets, gets your reward. You read the Quran, and somebody else gets your reward. So tell me really what the purpose of all this thing is. Learn not good, good, good things in the life. So don't backbite people and, and make sure your children don't backbite. So don't, don't keep criticizing people. This is very, very dirty. Jealousy. When you become jealous of someone, so you know what happening is? It basically you are criticizing God. That's why Allah gave him so much which I don't like. It means you think you are the owner, you are the one who can make judgment. No, Allah decides whatever he likes. If he gives someone, he knows. You cannot interfere. You can ask your Lord, Oh Allah, give me same what you have given so, so and so. But you are not allowed to hate someone because Allah has given them. As soon as you hate, you become hated in the eye of your Lord. Then he does not like you. It never can happen. So save yourself from jealousy and save your children from jealousy. Make them to learn this thing very clearly.
especially lying. Lying really is very, very dangerous, no doubt. Because lie is, you know, evil, root of many, many evils. When children get the habit of lying, then you don't, can't trust in them. You don't know really what they, they're looking. You know, it is so much, you know, disliked in Islam that now Abu Dawud narrates in his sermon, in his book, collection of hadith, from Abdullah ibn Amir radiallahu anhu, he said, one day my mom, she called me. And the Prophet was sitting in our house. The Prophet was in the house and my mom called me. And she said, he did not listen. So the mom said, Ha, ta'al u'utika. Ho, come, I'll give you something. What do you want to give him? When you ask your son to come, you're going to give it. What do you want to give him? She said, I wanted to give him some days. If you have not given him, what you want, what you said, then it has been a lie. If you ask yourself to come and you want to give you, and you don't give, that is also a lie. So they learn from you the lie. Basically, from very beginning, they, they learn that it is allowed for you to say something which you don't mean. So that's what they learn. So this learning will come, come deep in, 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 in their mind. Another purification also is purification from singing and music. I'm not going to, you know, in that debate whether music is allowed in Islam or not allowed, singing allowed or not allowed. But certainly I know it is waste of your time, wasting your time, killing your, your life is much more precious. You make a wrong habit and you don't see, think that, you know, it is just enjoyment. It is not enjoyment. Whenever you make your body occupied by, by something, it makes it tired. The body is not meant really that you know, it can do anything. Whenever it does something, it becomes tired. Why you don't feel tiredness is because you enjoy that. And that's what I put this enjoyment, you don't feel, but the body feels. It knows, you don't know it. For example, it could be possible that you've got a very interesting program, you know, on the TV, nice movie or something like that. And you watch it all the night. You see, I don't feel tired. No, you don't know really. Your body is suffering, but you don't know this. It is going to affect your body and mind very, very clearly. There's no way that you sit so long and your body does not suffer. The reason you're not feeling suffering is because you know it, it, you enjoy that. This enjoyment has acquired your mind so much, it does not let you to feel that. It's like e eating. When you eat more than you need, your body is suffering. The reason you don't feel it is because you enjoy it. The taste, taste makes you not to feel that. The music, singing, all these things, the enjoyment, but they make your body to suffer. Going to cinema, television, you know, all those things, the very bad. People say that, you know, we can see the TV for knowledge, information. There are so many interesting programs, you know, we love and our children love. This is the worst way of learning in this world. Because learning is not this way. The TV basically is not meant to teach you. The TV is only one purpose to give you whether you like or don't like. You know, teacher, for example, I'm teaching. If I teach children and I see they don't understand, then I change. New examples. When I see really, it doesn't make much difference. I, you know, I can say something else. TV does not know. TV, somebody else has made because they have got a program. They want to, they want to click, you know, achieve something. They are not going to look individually. It's same program for everybody. You in the hundreds of channels, you watch them. They are not meant for you. TV is not meant for teaching. It is meant only 
TV is basically its main purpose is entertainment. I tell you, TV is not meant to teach. It is basic purpose is entertainment. When people Islamic channels, Islamic channels are Islamic entertainments, and you are not allowed to make Islam an entertainment. When people start listening Tarat and Quran and this and that, it is becoming you using Quran as entertainment. You don't understand this thing. It is going to harm you. If you really want to learn from the Book of Allah, read it. Read yourself and look you with your eyes. Look the tafsir. But when you listen somebody good, good somebody's voice all the time, your habits change. You become in in mood of entertainment. Now serious matters you cannot do. Children needs to be serious from the beginning. If you want to make your children to have some realization, okay, physical sports, you know, some game, some sports. Then after that, tell them now half an hour you have to be focusing. I can you cannot make education entertainment. When people make education entertainment, they basically corrupt their mind from the beginning. They never can be serious. Like the prayer, the prayer is prayer. Now the prayer you cannot make music and sing like you know many other religions do. Many other religions they bring it. They combine between ibadah and between entertainment. So that thing many people will come. Islam never like that. Ibadah should be ibadah. Learning should be learning. It is serious matter. Your mind should think properly. You are not allowed to mix it with anything else. So purification from music, singing, you know all those programs in TV, cinema, now you know video games. You know, tell me really, when you give your child a video game, and he spend half an hour all those things, one hour, and become very excited, sometimes so deep inside, you know in, in, that he cannot now listen. To what he achieve? He does not achieve anything other than moving the fingers very quickly. Tell me, this is what you want in life? Just move your finger very quickly. That's what the purpose of your life is. Just think of what you do. Just what he does actually, after one hour he spending time, just moving the fingers quickly. That's all. Nothing else really. And because so deep in that, that does not realize anything in this world. So these things should understand properly. You know, and I'll start her, just I read a quote verse from Iqbal, and then you can question answer. He said, Fasade qalb nazar hai faran ki tehzeeb. The modern civilization, the modern culture, basically corruption of the mind and heart both. The mind becomes corrupted and the heart becomes corrupted. Your eye becomes corrupted. Fasade, Qalibu Nazar hai, Parantipahiji. Modern civilization, this is based on entertainment. Actually, it is based on money making. They want to take your money and you will not give your money unless you enjoy it. To eating, drinking, they will make those foods which are not good for you, but you love to eat. Those tastes, those smells, you know. Similarly for the clothes, not necessarily your body wants that clothes, but it is good you want to eat. Somehow they create a desire in you. Every single thing what they want to do is to make more money from you. So facade nazar hai faran ki The modern culture, civilization is corruption of the mind and the heart. The ruh is madaniyat ki rehsaki nafi. Because the soul of this civilization is not pure. It's not a pure soul. Rahe na ruh me paakizgi to hai na paid zamire paak o khayale balan do zaukhe lati. If the soul is not pure, if your inside is not pure, that it's impossible that you get pure heart. It's impossible that you get pure ideal and thinking. It's impossible. You cannot have pure taste. Pure taste, pure thinking, and pure heart, pure emotions, pure feelings, they depend on the purity of your soul. And pure and there's nothing in this whole civilization culture which helps to purify your soul. What helps at least 
to make your soul dirty to tell me really if the soul is dirty where this things can come so the problem people think money can solve the problem people have got the money but they don't really increase because they need something else money does not solve money is not substitute for everything money is only substitute for a very small thing in your life rest of the things you need to work hard without the money money done but modern civilization has made everything based on the money so anyway now let me summarize so first thing first thing i taught you from the beginning that anything that you don't understand it simply means you don't know it it's simple matter whatever you read whatever you do for that you go for the prayer if you don't understand why it does it then you don't know what prayer is if you read any dua subhanallah alhamdulillah and you don't know what it means then you don't know it it's simple matter you read ayatul kursi but you don't know what it means then you don't know it anything in this world that you don't understand you don't know it anything that you teach your children but don't explain to them it simply means you don't teach them anything that your children learn but they don't get sense of that it simply means they don't know it to your children when you send them to the you know masjid and to the madrasa and they only memorize something and you are happy that my child has memorized something he does not know he has never learned really he need to understand properly that why this islam will go very quickly so this is the first thing keep in your mind all the time anything that you don't understand you don't know it anything that you don't explain to your child you basically are not teaching him anything your child does not understand does not make sense of that he does not know that this first thing second thing is that allah subhanahu wa taala has created this world and he is going to create also he has created also those things which will keep making you dirty keep making your body dirty your clothes dirty your environment dirty your soul dirty your mind dirty it will happen because that's what he made this universe if that day if people are born they become dirty you will make everything come the dirts are basically necessary for a human being dirts of the body dirts of the space dirts of the environment and dirts of the mind and dirts of the heart they are necessary you need to learn how to clean you can't say i just live either no you need to clean yourself either you need to clean your garden you need to clean your mind you need to clean your heart and you need to clean your body cleaning of yours and i said told you also nobody will do your cleaning on your behalf allah can teach you but he's not going to clean you prophets can teach you but they are not going to clean you a teacher can teach you but they are not going to. your cleaning you will do your garden is clean anybody can do you can hire people but your cleaning you have to do it nobody people only can teach you but nobody clean you you have to do it you have to learn this and teach your children that you will be dirty but you need to how clean yourself and don't depend on your cleaning after cleaning yourself come to your lord and ask him oh my lord i did my best now i repent to you and forgive me so i start it here and if you have any question please ask thank you sir i was going to summarize you already summarized i would just say thank you because one of the things that many of the kids here do of course it helps they memorize the quran so it's important that you about the recalibration of where hips falls in the in the grand scheme of our learning and, uh, and, our, and our knowledge so us and also you said that way we have a systematic approach to understand the quran that's why you're here 
So this is, this is our, our, our attempt, but of course it has to be something much more regular. But whenever we, uh, whenever children start this program, we always emphasize the fact it may get forgotten, so it's helpful to hear this again and again and again. That that's just one aspect of learning. It's a means towards more learning, it's not an end in itself. Yeah, you know, the purpose of my speech was not eh, to undermine memorizing the Quran. People should, it's very important to have Quran in your, your heart and mind. But the thing really is, the effort that people make to memorize the Quran, you know, they don't make similar effort for the children that they understand the Quran. Though understanding the Quran obligatory on every believer, while memorizing the Quran is not obligatory. It's only choice. If you do, it is better for you. If you don't memorize the whole Quran, you know, still you believe in nothing going to harm the companions. How many companions knew the Quran by heart? You know, some, not all of them. You know, Khalid Walid, you know, he hardly knew, you know, uh, 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 part of the Quran. Most of the Quran he, he, he never knew. So, you know, they never memorize it. But what they used to do is understand, thinking. So it is obligatory. And people come tired. What happens if you spend so much time now, you know, Ridwan, not your wife, you spend so much time, that's very good that you know, memorize it. But after that, they think if it is this enough. After that, the new you know, phase in their life is much more important. They need to learn Arabic language and they need to understand. If people don't understand Arabic language, not necessarily very well can learn. But you have to make another arrangement where they understand the Quran properly. They understand what the prayer means. Now Ramadan is coming. So people should know really that why Allah SWT has made the fasting in the month of Ramadan so obligatory. So they get the sense of then when they do it, they do knowingly and then they test, you know, whether they get what they, Allah wants from them or not. So they, they should do this. Anyway, so understanding the Quran is obligatory on every believer. The people as much as they can do, you know, and, and, and we should think that our responsibility does not end after memorization. So now Shamit, you have made this arrangement of the class of memorizing Quran. You have to also emphasize the same way and make a same similar arrangement when people learn Arabic language, they understand. Sometimes maybe many people don't want to learn Arabic language, but you know, some arrangement where they understand the Quran, some surah, the meaning, message of the Quran. So it goes deep in it. You know, as I said, and again, I all the time keep saying, if you don't understand, you don't know. It is simple. Yeah, so I didn't mean to take the first question. So, kids. Any questions from the kids at all? Not we can move to the adults. You know, I have been saying that if you don't understand, you don't know. Yeah, a simple matter. If you have come to my class, you don't understand. Is that a question, question for that purpose? So the Prophet said, Innama shifaul If people don't know, the pure is ask question. It's simple. He said, cure of not knowing is asking questions. Allah said, first, Allah said, if you don't know, then ask those who know. It's simple matter. This is how Allah made the world. If you don't know, ask. So, look, to taking that point again uh, further. So, obviously, one is obligatory, one is optional. Yes. So, in terms of advice, suggestion, or what would you say, children? parents should focus on in the sense that should they focus on the hip side or the understanding side if obviously there's a choice there but maybe they can do hips first and then start the that or what was your yeah i know it depends some people can do both of them and some people become tired in one of them and you see how much time you can give in although some some people for some people memorizing is very very difficult to force people to memorize it and after that when they become you know seven, eight, nine, uh, seven year old, 12 year old, 
they start hitting the Quran because their parents forced them too much in the Quran to the hate it and now they never got it. To what they memorize, they forget it. You know, I know really there's so many people memorize the Quran, but now they don't know. So they spent three times, three years, four years, but then they forgot. So I, I not only that, they don't pray, they don't do anything. So I'm not saying it, because I just want to, want to tell you, it is not, you know, if it is basically, you know, it's not exactly the same, but having the Quran, the mind is very similar to having a copy of the Quran in your house. And that comes from the Quran, basically. So it is not going to help you unless you understand. I actually find that it's a simple matter. But I'm not saying both are the same thing when you memorize something. So no doubt, really. you can refer to it very quickly, you can come to it very quickly, you can read the prayer. But if you don't make effort to understand it, very quickly it will leave you. And then you don't elaborate. You just nothing like, like some rituals. Islam is not like rituals. Islam is basically your life. It is a Quran, hayat. It is hayat life for you. So you have to understand what your, your life is. So this understanding of every part of your religion is obligatory upon you. When you do something, make effort to understand why I'm doing this. Every single matter. Then you will see the barakah, the blessing will come. So about the hadith um, and the, about the stomach and filling it with one-third food mm -hmm. and one-third water and one-third air, what do these proportions prefer to? Sir? What do these proportions mean? So what does a third food No, mean? it makes it clear because you said that one-third for your you know, food, one-third for drink, because you also need drink, and one-third for your, you know, for breath. You can see people eat little, if they are active, they do more work, they sleep, sleep less, and you know, their mind works, you know, nicely. When people eat too much, you know, they become lazy. Like my Shafi used to say, I've never have seen any fat person, clever, except Muhammad Hassan Shaibani. Because when people become fat, what happens? They don't think, they become lazy, they sleep all the time, you know, they're very difficult for them to understand, to focus on something. When people lighter, they do things. So one of the important things is that people make effort Actually, eating less itself is cleverness. So when somebody eats less, it actually tells that he's clever. He's a thinker, he thinks. Because when people don't eat less, they keep eating. It means like, like animals. Animals keep eating until the body says stop now. Human being, their mind should say stop now, not the body. The mind should say now, you don't need more than that. You know, that's why you consider The body, ask the doctor, they will tell you that body is not meant to cope with obesity. But it can cope with hunger. If you are hungry and obesity is an illness, nobody knows the cure. Hunger is an illness, everybody knows the cure. In the villages, even a man, bedouin person, if somebody is hungry and he says, Oh, I'm hungry, I don't know what to do, he says, Eat. A child can say to eat, but if somebody has you know, obesity and so fat and he asks, What I do? Nobody knows. You see, in America, which is the most developed country, and people eat so much. Now they can't leave their house because the door is so narrow for them. They can't leave. They're too big. You see, such development. Nobody knows the cure. Impossible. Eat, eating less itself is cleverness. We've got lots of topics topic, eating, drinking, honesty, backbiting, knowledge, learning. Mm -hmm. And we can ask questions about any of that. Yeah, yeah, ask anything. That's fine. You know, you know, you know, mind over the last few weeks. Any other questions? Again, from. I'm more than adults myself. But no questions. Question for the youth. Um, in general, you know, there's the you know, prevalence of movies and different entertainment outlets for the youth in this culture. How can Muslim youth navigate without feeling like they're strange or, um, you know, that they're very different than other people of other faiths? 
and still at the same time enjoy their time but work on their spiritual development. So balancing kind of between Islamic culture and they're basically trying to achieve that balance given the society and culture that we live in and what the children around them are doing for entertainment uh, how can we balance uh, our own spiritual development yet still be able to be a part of that, that youth culture you know the thing really is uh, Muslims are not admitting this in this world to you know just be pricey you are really meant that you know to reform Meaning if this society gives you something, but it gives you many things that are harmful to you. But you think really that, okay, I don't take that harm, but at the same time I also have to, you know, make uh, somehow, you know, uh, uh, an arrangement where basically, you know, that those harmful things and what I do, both can live in harmony. That never going to happen. It's impossible. Once you know what is good for you, you need, we need to really to teach everybody else the same thing. Actually, even you know, many non-Muslims, they understand this thing. They understand that the harms of TV, mobile phones, they know and they make effort to... It's not that they, it, it is something only Muslims know. The harms of these things is known to everybody. And those, those who are thinkers, they know really how much time is wasted in these matters. You know, just yesterday I was going to, you know, to the town for uh, for the doctor and uh, the chef shop was not open. The four or five people who are working in the shop, they are waiting for it to, to open. All four or five, five, they are sitting together, next to each other. Each one of them has own mobile phone. They were thinking, if they did not have mobile phone, they would have talked to each other, uh, asked. All four sitting together, the body is touching each other, but the mind is somewhere else. All four of them are somewhere, somewhere else. This is not meant for human beings. People need to interact, people need to be human, people need to be natural. This unnatural, you know, uh, society is very harmful to everybody. That two people live together, but each one is somewhere else. Those sit together and they are somewhere else. This is not a clear how Allah, Allah, Allah has made the human being. You can't do this. If you force yourself, it will create problems that you are already creating. So, first thing is we Muslims should learn how to do things. And then after that, we need to teach everybody. It is not that even we need what they do and we make a, a, a somehow compromise. This compromise does not exist really. Either their way will dominate or your way will dominate. There is no compromise between these because one is evil. So you know this evil should be understood properly. Otherwise, it will eat, it will basically destroy you. It will destroy the world anyway. That is how it happened. People live next to Makkah, next to Haram, and they have all the all, all, all the same problems. So this thing is not only a matter of religion. It is matter of the really humanity. All the human beings are suffering, you know, because of this impurity. The TV, the internet, and uh, you know, the mobile phones. How much harm they have brought really? It's very difficult for most of the people to understand. Some people to understand something, but it's very, very harmful for the whole humanity. So there's no way because if you want to know history of the people, read the books. So people say if you don't see TV, how can you know? Reading is more helpful. When you read it, it is more concentrating and you learn more about the people. You can learn their philosophy, their way of life and all those things. But don't not throw a TV. It is going to harm and affect you. Three more minutes, so we have time for one more question if there is one. No more. No? Okay, so we'll stop there, inshallah. We'll reconvene in probably, I think, two weeks' time, or if not four weeks' time, we'll send an email, inshallah. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Thank you. Thank you for